Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the August light. I hope you all have been enjoying season two thus far. We've been doing some work these last few weeks, and today is no different. In this episode, we are talking about one of my favorite things, self-care. But we are focusing on how to be more intentional with our self-care. Now, I wouldn't be me if I wasn't keeping it 100. So I'm going to start by saying that I really don't know what it looks like to be intentional with my own self-care. Some of y'all are probably thinking, well, Asa, why are you talking about it then? Well, because as I continue to grow in my own self-care journey, I'm finding that it's an ever-evolving thing. As we continue to grow, develop, and uncover new things about ourselves, our self-care changes as well. Like, I went back and listened to a few episodes from season one, which I started to release almost six months ago. Listening to only a few of those episodes, I could hear how I've grown. And those episodes are only snippets of my life. So before I continue, I want to challenge everyone listening to take a moment to think about how you've changed in the last six months or what's changed in your life since then. So let's take a moment and take a deep breath in and a slow exhale out. You probably came up with a few things, right? That's because every day we wake up, we are a newer version of ourselves. Now, I could be feeling all philosophical and introspective today because Mercury's in retrograde along with several other planets, but we're going to keep going with it because there is always something to learn from the days where we are taking the time to figure out something we may not know. Right now, I know I'm not fully the person I desire to be, and I'm cool with that because that means I'm still growing. I also have some idea of who I want to be. So that helps me to shape my self-care as I continue to work towards the future version of myself. Lately, I've been reading more and more positive quotes and I find myself saving them so I can reflect on them later. One of those quotes said, I crave intimacy, but I don't want temporary people touching my mind, body, or soul. That moved me because I have a strong dislike of temporary connections, which has its downsides as I find it difficult to network or engage in small talk with strangers. However, I know that I desire to attract more individuals who are generous, kind, spiritual, intelligent, positive, and growth-oriented. This means that my self-care requires me to take time to reflect on the things I need to adjust within myself in order to put out that same energy I seek. It also means I have to spend time in spaces or places where people like that gather because self-care doesn't always mean you're spending time alone. 
It could be that you're spending time in places and with people that nurture the person you're growing into, or you're spending time doing things you love or enjoy. I'm also finding that I have to allow myself more patience with my own growth because there are things I'm working on that can't be resolved with a one-and-done mindset. Some of our self-care regimens may not be instantly gratifying. In fact, we may have to try out a few things in order to figure out what works for us. But in order to figure this out, we have to be intentional with our self-care. We have to schedule time for the things we love or for the people who feed our souls or replenish us. We have to listen to our body when it tells us we're under too much stress or we aren't getting enough rest. Because that ache you're feeling somewhere isn't just some random thing. It's your body alerting you of something more serious to come if you don't address it now. Create the space that allows you to check in with yourself to see what your mind, body, and spirit need at this present time and know why you need it so you can remind yourself of it later. Now, intentional self-care isn't going to just happen overnight. So start by taking the time to figure out what you need and then slowly start to incorporate it into your life. Don't just say, oh, I'll do it later. Nah, boo. Intentional means you're making it a part of your plans or your schedule. So go ahead and put something on your calendar for next week right now. Yeah, I mean right now. Hit pause and add it to your calendar. I'll wait. It's time to shift gears to the part of the show where I do something practical or interesting or just share something I want to share. I think I'll call this segment Truth Serum. So by now, I think it's obvious that I'm big on self-care and growth and all that jazz. So today I'm going to share a reflective moment that I had about myself. Every so often, we all have these moments, at least I hope you do, when we recognize a flaw in ourselves or the root cause of something that we've been trying to change within ourselves or in our lives. I had one of those moments not so long ago, and I want to share it because the light isn't always pretty. I also believe in owning my shit. Let me start by saying that there are flaws that are easy to deal with, and then there are some that we just want to bury or run away from. But the reality is, when that mirror pops up in your life to show you who you really are, you have two options. You can either turn your back on it, or you can stand and face it. I'm choosing to stand and face it today. So if you've been listening to the August Light since season one, Then you remember me talking about my season of receiving where I speak on being more intentional about the things I spend my time on, as well as focusing on positioning myself to receive more than I give. This is something I'm still working on, but I saw a repost from Sonia Renee Taylor within the last week or two, and she responded to someone's post about ending the season of niceness. In her post, she touched on some things that resonated with me. I'm not going to talk about the whole video. So I'll put the link in the show notes for those who want to see it. In short, she speaks on how if you're constantly pouring into people, giving your resources, time, energy, etc. over and over where it's to your own detriment and you're not receiving the same back in a way that you need, then you may not be giving from a place of genuine giving, but a place of trying to earn something from someone. 
This can stem from generational patterns of control, abandonment, neglect, abuse, or whatever that's causing you to continuously abandon yourself. Because these are the people we choose. So we have to stop making it about the behaviors of the other person and more about a reflection of who we are. She also mentions that as long as we are trying to figure out how to fix or change other people, then we don't have the time to look inward and work on ourselves. For me, this hit home because I can honestly say that all the years I spent pouring into other people who never returned a fraction of what I gave left me very little time to sit with myself and work through my own shit. At the time, I didn't realize the codependent nature of these relationships or how my level of giving was a direct reflection of what was broken in me. The way that I approached relationships was from a place of lack. The simplest example I can think of for this is why I don't trip off friends remembering my birthday or why I don't typically remember other people's birthday. Growing up, the only people who consistently remembered my birthday were my mother and my sister. My family didn't make a big deal out of birthday celebrations because that just wasn't my family. So as I got older, I coped by trying to include my friends in the celebrations I planned for myself. And year after year, it was a fail. People wouldn't celebrate how I wanted to. So ultimately, I decided to make my birthday celebration an annual trip with me, my mom, and my sister, which is something I've now done for well over 10 years. I see now that this was a way for me to protect myself from the disappointment I felt from my own family not remembering my birthday and later my friends not celebrating my birthday in the way that I wanted them to. Oftentimes, the behavior we model for others is a reflection of what we desire to reciprocate. And sometimes those modeled behaviors stem from a place of trauma, lack, control, neglect, and so on. But in order to heal from those codependent habits, we first must recognize the choices, decisions, and or patterns so that we can begin to take back our power and begin to receive the compassion, love, generosity, help, and so much more that we deserve. I'm going to end today's show with a quote. Cutting ties with people who consistently disappoint you isn't enough. You must also cut ties with a version of you that allowed their behavior to continue for as long as it did. Until next time, y'all, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly cue.